We sat down with Common Ground Committee co-founders Bruce Bond and Eric Olson to learn more about their latest opinion piece about the enforcement aspect of a controversial law in Texas. The legislation bans abortions after about six weeks, and it's the most restrictive measure in the country. I'm Richard Davies. I'm Ashley Milne-Tite. In this special audio debrief, we discussed the article that appeared in the political newspaper, The Hill. It's titled, Laws Should Unite, Not Divide. And this piece received hundreds of comments from readers. I asked Bruce first, what is this op-ed about and not about? Clearly it's not, from our perspective, it's not about abortion. It is really about how we govern. And the challenge that we have here is that this law uh, sets up citizens to govern each other. And by doing so, it divides our citizenry. And and division is something we need less of, not more. Indeed, that's why Common Ground Committee is in business, because we're trying to reduce polarization and bridge these divides. And this law serves to deepen, widen those divides Uh, regardless of where you may stand on the abortion issue. And we respect the fact that people of of good faith are going to disagree on that. But this is not about that. This this piece that we wrote really says, look, let's take a step back. We think this is damaging for our democracy. This is not helpful. Eric, you want to pitch in? To echo Bruce's point, the Common Ground Committee as an organization does not take a position on, on issues Uh, specifically, we might have our own personal views about the question of abortion, but the article is really not designed to discuss that issue. It's really about a law that that kind of pits people against one another as a way of dealing with the question of abortion and actually sidesteps the law enforcement issue that the state of Texas can't get through the courts in a normal way, but, but causes individuals to take steps against one another. And that's the part about this law that we think is so uh, terrible, giving citizens incentive to go after one another and try and uh, uh, persecute them for their views. We think that's a terrible law. You got hundreds of responses to this piece. Were you you surprised by, presuming you read them, were you surprised by some of what people said? I guess I was a little surprised, though I probably shouldn't have been. I would say the, the vast majority of responses that I saw were about the question of abortion and were not focused on the law itself. And I think what people did was they interpreted our opposition to the law as um, opposition to, I guess, the position of, of pro-life because uh, this law is, a, is an effort to allow Texas to make abortions more difficult to, to uh, obtain. And so that was the interpretation that most people took, but it was not at all, as I said before, as we both said before, our interpretation. Bruce, did you know that you could be walking into an emotional minefield when you when you wrote this? Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> uh, we knew we knew that was going to happen because you know, on our Facebook page, for example, we'll, we'll post something about it, uh, some common ground that's found, and you know the comments that often show up end up being people criticizing each other. One person will say, yeah, but the piece missed this point. And then that sort of 
slowly but surely goes away from what we were trying to say and gets into the issue. And then you get the back and forth with people saying, oh, you know, you're one of those awful Republicans. And the other says, you're one of those awful Democrats. And that's where the conversation goes. And while I was disappointed to see that in the comments here, I actually thought that was likely to happen. And abortion just happens to be one of those issues that that is, uh, let's just say there's a lot of uh, emotional charge behind it. And uh, that uh, that really came through in those comments. People really got on each other and spoke their positions with great fervor. Eric, one of the arguments that you make is that the enforcement mechanism of the Texas law could be copied in other states, both by Republicans and Democrats. Why is that significant? Yeah, this goes uh, back again to the, the the fundamental reason why we're opposed to this law. It's a mechanism for state law enforcement agencies to get around the issue of the of the legitimacy or the constitutionality of the law. What the state is saying is that uh, an individual can sue someone who's performed an abortion for an individual if they're aware of it and and uh, uh, and receive a a fine, if you will. This could be then applied to any law because it moves it out of the criminal courts more into the uh, the area of uh, what I think is called tort uh, legislation. You you know you can sue for damages. So if for example you said you can have a law passed that allowed someone to sue another individual for having a gun in their house, say that they have that they have a gun in their house and with children in the house. And so anyone who does that, uh, you can sue them for some uh, specific amount of money. Uh, people who are gun control supporters uh, would see this as an opportunity to go after people who are gun rights supporters and say, you know, I know you have a gun in your house. I know that you have children in your house doesn't matter whether you're using it for protection or whatever. I'm, I'm going to file a lawsuit. The state allows me to do that. And that would be a mechanism that could be used. And that could be kind of used in a, a variety of different manners. I mean, it would be kind of uh, uh, limited only by the uh, creativity of, of attorneys to uh, figure out how to how to create suits over different laws and so forth. Bruce? You could easily see uh, a law that would be set up that would say, you know, it's illegal to sell guns. That's not necessarily illegal to own guns, but it's illegal to sell guns in the state. And if you know of a dealer that sold a gun to someone, you can sue them. And, uh, you know, in the same way that the abortion practitioners now have said, you know, we, there's too much liability. This is what's happened in Texas. Too much liability. So we're not going to perform abortions. What I would say is those that are supportive of gun rights, our guesses are, are many of them are probably pro-life, would uh, object to that kind of a bill because it, 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 it is something that, that, uh, that they see very clearly limits the ability to own a gun. Um, but the bigger issue, again, is now you're, you're, you're pitting citizen against citizen which is the danger in all this. And so Eric and I are concerned that this not become a trend. We think it's very dangerous for the country. Yeah. Many fiercely contested issues are framed in terms of right versus wrong, where supporters and opponents of various controversial laws demonize the other side. Is that a problem that you're trying to address at Common Ground Committee? Both of you. Yes, very much so. We are working very hard 
to help people work together uh, more effectively to uh, move the ball forward on issues of importance. As long as our position is we win when we demonize, effectively demonize the other guys or believe we have a better, more righteous argument, um, that is a, a very fleeting win because going forward, nothing has changed. In fact, you've probably made it harder to make progress on the issue. And uh, that's not good for the country. Uh, we have some real problems we have to solve here. And uh, the more entrenched we are in divided positions and the less willing we are to work together to solve them, uh, the harder it's gonna be to make progress. And we have to make progress on these issues, whether it's climate, whether it's immigration, doesn't matter. These are things that need addressing and pretty quickly. And um, our country is, is paralyzed in its ability to address those things. And we're seeing it in Congress and Congress largely just reflects the, the, the so-called will of the people. And the will of the people in this case are the most vocal folks who are the ones that are the most entrenched. And they're the ones that will try to primary people in Congress that are, um, if you will, not walking the party line. Eric, anything you'd add to what Bruce just said? A significant focus of what we have is to try to get people to uh, stop demonizing one another and stop looking at people who have different views from themselves as the enemy. Uh, we all have different perspectives on many different issues. Uh, a lot of times you might draw conclusions about someone's uh, beliefs uh, from their position on one issue and find out that actually they have their positions on other issues don't don't fit with that, uh, that initial uh, position. And listening to one another and trying to understand why do we hold these views? What's the basis for, for our feelings about uh, particular issues is an important element of being a good citizen and, and trying to work together with other people. It may be that once you find out what the basis of a particular uh, feeling is about an issue, there are solutions to be found that you can reach agreement on which is the point of common ground committee. It's to try and find where are their points of agreements uh, on particular issues, uh, not, where, not where are all the debate points. We get a lot of uh, conversation about debates, but the, 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 the question of where is their common ground is the reason that we started common ground committee. And uh, when people listen and they find those points of uh, agreement and points of common ground, that leads to a, a wider conversation. Uh, in some cases, it leads to people changing their views or modifying their views in such a way that, they're, that they find it easier to work with others. These are all why we have Common Ground Committee and why we think it's so important. As Bruce says, we have many things to deal with and the polarization, the demonizing of one another is not productive for any of that. We think that Common Ground uh, is a very productive way to deal with differences of views on issues. Eric Olson and Bruce Bond speaking about their article, Laws Should Unite, Not Divide. You can read it on Common Ground Committee's website. For more Common Ground interviews from a fascinating range of guests, download and subscribe to our bi-weekly podcast, Let's Find Common Ground. As we always say, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>